You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser, we're here with you till six uh, 6.30, excuse me. Then we head up the road to Denver, Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Miami at Denver, we'll have that for you here on 101.7 The Team. Speaking of basketball, our next guest uh, broke a 50-year-old high school record, single-season record, by scoring over 1,000 points. He averaged 37.7 points a game his senior year, and he was the Gatorade Player of the Year. That's none other than Bryce Alford. Amongst other things, he went on to do other big things. But I wanted to bring you in, Bryce, because you're coming back to town and you're going to do a basketball camp. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Joe. Yeah, this will be my my second year doing the camp. Uh, we did it a few years ago, and then the whole COVID mess happened, and we kind of had to shut it down for a while. But I'm hoping to do it every summer, so we're going get it, to get it kicked off again uh, this summer in July at La Cueva, and Hopefully we can do it every summer. <laughs> no doubt about it. And uh, people will give you the details, but all this information uh, is at uh, com. Just Google Bryce Alford Basketball Camp. You'll find it. So uh, this is going to be uh, four days, a Monday through Thursday, uh, Bryce. And I popped over there the last time you were in town. Nine to three at La Cueva, like you mentioned. Boys and girls grades four through nine. You serve lunch every day. But uh, you guys have a lot of fun out there, Bryce. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the main thing, right? I mean, we're, we're talking about the youth and just teaching them, obviously teaching them skills, uh, and that's going to be a big part of it is learning, learning about the game, learning drills that, you know, I learned from, from great coaches, including my dad and my grandpa and, and many others that I, that I learned when I was a kid, but also that I've learned at the college level and now at the professional level playing overseas and in the NBA G League and training camps with NBA teams. So um, it's going to be a lot of learning and stuff like that. But the main thing is that we want these kids to, to come and have fun. Uh, when I was that age, it was more so about having fun playing basketball than than anything else. So that's our main objective. All right. So uh, you set uh, school records for uh, most three-point field goals uh, in a game, in a season, and a career at UCLA, Bryce. Um, so uh, we've heard the, the you know the debate. You know he's a born shooter. He's not okay. Your dad was a pretty darn good shooter and a first-team All-American himself at Indiana. So um, talk to me about uh, the art of shooting. All right. Uh, uh, you know obviously. You had good genes to be a shooter, but like these younger players coming up, and and you started playing basketball here in New Mexico in the seventh grade at Eisenhower Middle School, and then played at La Cueva. So, what's the what's the key to a kid that's in sixth, seventh grade uh, wanting to be a great shooter, Bryce? Well, the first thing when, when you're young and you're that age is having the right mechanics. You know, everybody watches. Nowadays, you watch, I mean, I even grew up, you watch guys like Steph Curry who can shoot from half court. Um, but if you, watch, if you watch a guy like Steph Curry, who's, in my opinion, the best shooter that's ever played, if you watch his pregame warm-up, he always starts right next to the basket and works his way out. So it's all about mechanics. And then once you have the right mechanics, it's, a lot of it's muscle memory, which just takes thousands and thousands of reps. Um, and then once you once you get to you know a high school age, uh, like we'll have some at the camp, um, then it becomes learning learning how to take game like shots um, and and getting repetitions and, and shots that you get in a game going game speed. Um, but more than anything, it's having the right mechanics. Uh, everybody has a different shot, and that's okay. 
Um, but then after that, it's just muscle memory and, and just continuing to get reps up. So you're, you know, you're still a young guy, you know, and, uh, but you, you have seen the progression of, uh, youth basketball and even to the college level, uh, you know, where there has not been the art of the mid range. I mean, when you average the basically 40 points a game at La Cueva, I know I saw you bury a bunch of threes, but at the same time, uh, those threes enabled you to get a lot of open looks in the mid range, uh, area. Uh, do you think, People are forgetting about how important that mid-range game is in addition. You mentioned Steph Curry going right underneath the basket and starting his shooting and then backing out. Has there been kind of a deterioration in the appreciation for the mid-range game, Bryce? Yeah, as soon as as soon as soon the analytics got brought into the game, you know, and you start looking at, at all the stats and, and what's the most efficient shot you can take, um, obviously at the NBA level, with the NBA line being as far as it is and the talent level that's in the NBA, a lot of people will tell you that it's layups and three-pointers. And then everything else kind of is not necessarily a bad shot, but it's not the most efficient shot. But what I tell people is if you make shots, it doesn't matter what shot you take. So some of the best scores in the history of the NBA and the best scores in the NBA today um, have a very lethal mid-range and they can shoot at all three levels. Uh, that's the hardest, the hardest thing to guard is if you're guarding somebody that can, that can drive, that can shoot threes, and that can also hit pull-up jumpers. So it's definitely a lost art, but it's definitely something if you can consistently make those shots, it's going to help you. We're talking with former La Cueva Bear and UCLA Bruin Bryce Alford. He's coming back to town for his basketball camp. It is July 17th through 20th at La Cueva High School. So, uh, you know, you played three years with the Oklahoma City Blue in the G League. Uh, and then uh, you've been playing internationally. Uh, bring us up to speed. I know you played in, in Germany. I know you're playing now in the top league in Poland. I mean, what's life like for for Bryce Alford? I know you're married and... You you know, all that stuff going on. Bring us up to speed, Bryce. Yeah, so I've, I've gone into my seventh year this next coming year uh, professionally. Like you said, I played three years in the G League, um, did two years training camp with the Thunder, and then I've had three three seasons overseas, one in Germany, one in Portugal, and uh, this past year was in Poland. So I've just kind of been a nomad. I've been traveling everywhere, and, you know, wherever the game takes me, I've I've been able to go, and I'm, I feel very blessed. I've been able to see a lot of the world. And, you know, I've had no major injuries, so I still feel healthy. And um, so I'm going to play as long as I can. But yeah, I'm, I'm married now. I have a little one-year-old boy, AJ. So we're going to get him training here soon. He'll be in camp in a, in a few years. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're just enjoying life and feel very blessed to, to still be playing. Bryce Alford with us here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. So with that, Bryce, we, you know, the countries that you played in, playing in Germany, in Portugal, in, in Poland, I mean, you're seeing the growth of the game in that part of the world where, I mean, we're seeing now some of the, most of the best players in the NBA are coming from that side of the Atlantic Ocean. You, know, you think Giannis, you think Nikola Jokic, you think Luka. Just, you know, from, from your perspective over the last few years, how have you seen the game change over there where people are starting to gravitate more to basketball? Well, it's just becoming more popular, right? Like it's basketball is such an uh, such a global sport now, uh, whereas it didn't used to be. Um, you know, the soccer is such a big sport in all of Europe that um, basketball has kind of taken taken a back seat to that, and it still does. But um, people love it over there. I mean, my year in Germany, uh, we didn't 
we didn't have a single game where home or away that the gym wasn't packed. Um, so the atmospheres are awesome playing over there and, uh, the talent's good. I mean, you, you look at the Euro League, if you watch, I know some Euro Leagues are, Euro League games are getting, uh, televised here in the States now sometimes. Um, it's really good talent. You know, there's, there's a, a lot of players that are playing in Europe that could easily be, um, on NBA rosters, so it's it's a cool deal to see. Well, what about the other way, Bryce? You got these uh, guys who are playing soccer now, gravitating more towards basketball. How's your soccer game been uh, been building up? My soccer game is not any good. I'm, <laughs> I'm good with my hand. I got good feet on the court, but if you put a ball down there, I got I got nothing for you. All right, well let's 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 get back to basketball. Of course, we got game one of the NBA Finals going on tonight, Denver and Miami. I know you're a busy guy, but just what have been some of your general thoughts so far about the NBA, about the playoffs and anything about these two teams in particular that are going to start tonight for the finals, Bryce? Well, I think I think it's going to be a good series, and I mean I know Denver is is the favorite. Um, but I mean, if you look at Miami, they've been the underdog in every series so far, and um, you know they they just beat a really good Boston team. Uh, I, I before the playoffs started thought that it would be Boston in the finals from the East Side and maybe maybe win it this year. But um, they just Miami plays the right way, and so does Denver. So if there's if there's any time to watch basketball and learn how the game's supposed to be played, uh, watching this NBA Finals is a good one to watch because. You got both teams that that share the ball and role players know their role, um, and everybody kind of has bought into to what they're trying to do. So it's really good basketball. I know you're playing in in different parts of of Europe and everything, Bryce. So you know, not necessarily neighbors or anything. But at any point the last few years, by any chance, have you crossed paths with Victor Wembanyama? And and just you know, again, your thoughts on on his game and most likely at this point, the number one pick in the draft. No, I, I haven't. I haven't played uh, in the same league as him or anything like that. But um, obviously, being closer to him over there, uh, he's you know he's the talk of the town everywhere. So um, I've been able to watch quite a few of his games and obviously highlights and all that stuff. And he is uh, he is as good as advertised. Obviously, he's got big um, big expectations. But being seven foot three and and can play like a guard and can shoot and jump, it's He's going to be a special talent for sure. All right, uh, Bryce. So uh, we want to remind people, and they can go to Bryce Alford Basketball Camp dot uh, com to get all the information. But it's July seventeenth through twentieth, uh, nine to three at La Cueva. Uh, a really nice lunch is going to be uh, served each day. Uh, Sajo's uh, really stepping up. I, I might sign up for the camp just for the lunch. Seriously, uh, Bryce. But uh, anyway, yeah, give you a discount. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, actually, Sam might be able to 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 to. to Ask for one of the campers, uh, to be honest with you. I'm just kidding, Sam. Uh, so anyway, uh, Bryce, uh, we'll look forward to uh, to catching up with you when you come into town, but we wish you best of luck. Again, it's BryceAlfordBasketballCamp.com. Anything else that we miss, Bryce? Real quick, uh, Corey is you know now a, a coach. How's he doing back in Indiana? He's doing great. They've, uh, he's gone to back-to-back uh, NAIA tournaments. Um, they made it to the Sweet 16 a year ago, and then they got they got upset in the first round this year. But he's having a blast. His uh, he just took his team down to Mexico on a on a missions trip. They're building houses for the less fortunate down there. So he's he's having a blast. He's got a really good uh, really good gig where he's at. He's enjoying it. 
All right. Well, our best to Corey, your sister Kayla, and of course your dad, Steve, and your mom, Tanya. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Appreciate you, Bryce. That's Bryce Alford joining us here. And again, you can get that information at www.brycealfordbasketballcamp.com, July 17th through 20 at La Cueva. All right, Sam. Um, We've been trying to do a giveaway here uh, based on, you know, we got, I've got a pair of tickets and a $50 cash card and another pair of tickets uh, to United Saturday night. And you're about ready to announce uh, the winners of those prizes. Give yep. it to me, Sam. Yeah, we have our, our two winners, Gary and Aaron, not Gary Heron, Gary and Aaron, two different people. Gary and Aaron are two winners. Gary's getting the tickets and the cash card, and they're both getting a pair of tickets to Devin Sandoval night. It's El Paso. Nobody likes those guys. It's going to be Devin Sandoval night. All different kinds of emotional roller coasters, and they're going to be there front and center. So if you missed out this time, still play, you know, big big month coming up in junior with four home matches, so you'll get your chance. All right. Thank you. Congratulations to those winners. Okay, coming up next, we got New Mexico State Senator Antonio Momaestas. We're going to get his take on uh, this whole situation with New Mexico, New Mexico State. Uh, he's got a lot of ties to this whole rivalry. It goes back many years, and I wanted to get Mo's opinion. He'll join us next in studio. ESPN Radio 1017, the team.